What'd you do last night? What'd I do last night? What the fuck did I do? I went down to Connecticut. I went to Baltic, Connecticut. Yeah. And I hung out with DJ Murph. And me and Murph and a bunch of our old rap friends uh, freestyled for three hours. And he just dropped beats. What do you mean fucking freestyle? Like, like you fucking sitting there like... Improvised rap off the top. He had like the party, this 90s throwback party. You can do that? You do whatever you want these days. Okay. There's no limits. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just like a 90s party. And uh, it was really, really, really low key. There was like eight, peop- eight people there, some shit. Is 90s like fucking golden age of hip-hop? Uh, a lot of people consider it the golden age of hip-hop. Would it, what's better to have a golden age or a renaissance in hip-hop? Oh, man. I don't know. I think renaissance leads to a golden age, you know? I mean, you want to get the golden age in Civ when you're playing Sid Meier's yeah. Civilization. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like, you know. You, do they pay you for that to say Sid Meier's instead no. of just saying Civilization? Because like, I don't know how to say Because <laughs> Civilization doesn't add up that way. It's a Civilization I was just playing Civilization you know, upstairs before I came down here. That's which why one? I, I was playing five. That's brutal. Well, you brutal. do those fucked up maps, um, though, where you got the fucking... Uh, ginormous maps. Pantagonias and all that. Is that what uh, it's called? Uh, this uh, giant, uh, like... Archipelagos? Uh, Archipelagos? Apuegos? Uh, yeah, yeah. Apuegos. horrific. <laughs> no, Archipelagos. They're like uh, island chains, but they also do... Oh, you're talking about the landmass before it splits? I always forget the word for that. Uh, Panacea. Panacea. Really? No, no. I'm a fucktard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it all. Was that the first game that you played? Like for, like PC? Flight Simulator was probably the first game I played. Um, or just like, I mean, I had an Atom before I had an IBM clone, and an Atom was like ColecoVision's uh, PC. So it used cassette tapes really? for um, data storage. And uh, I used that and I played this game Buck Rogers and I played Zaxxon those were probably the first two PC games I played really yeah Buck Rogers and I remember the Buck Rogers thing particularly because I got a high score and then it asked me for my uh, my initials and I was like 11 or 10 or something so I thought I was you know I'm gonna participate in some serious badassery so I put A-S-S ass hell yeah and then like Keep it real. Three months later, my mom sold the brother to my uncle. Sold the computer to my uncle, her yeah. brother, and uh, and I was fucking petrified that I was going to get in trouble for putting ass. <laughs> Nothing ever came of it. It was, it was, you know, like maybe if she had caught me, yeah. I would not have um, started a life of crime. <laughs> maybe that was the turning point where I went wrong. Really? Yeah. No, I don't know. Well, fucking, that wasn't like Microsoft, was it? Uh, that would have been Coleco, Coleco Vision. Ah, that's right. Yeah, and um, you can say Zaxxon. Zaxxon was that shit, that I- isometric 3D. It was one of the first video games, really. But anyway, uh, then I think the first Microsoft game I played was Flight Simulator. Yeah. And I had, my first computer didn't have Microsoft DOS, it had PC DOS. Okay. Which was uh, when when Bill Gates split off from uh, IBM and made his own operating system. That was MS DOS, and PC DOS was IBM's implementation of the same thing. Yeah, 
talking about fascinating stuff. I well, know. no, it is. I mean, but you, you know, not that many people know about that. But I think like forty years from now, kids are gonna know that as common knowledge. Like, there's gonna Maybe. be some sort of like. I think it's all just gonna be wrapped up in in this like, yeah, there were text based operating systems before you had pictures that were intuitive. You know, mm-hmm. I think we've already turned the corner on that. But I think you know what's funny is um, I did a project in Burlington, Vermont, uh, in IBM's chip manufacturing plant which i shouldn't talk about except they sold it so it ain't theirs anymore so hey um but was that we, no compete yeah i don't know oh, yeah. you're well, fucking I mean, confidential eh? yeah i just shouldn't really talk about family it. secret it, sauce yeah exactly fucking. but uh they had uh they had i love os2 stickers all over the place up there because they had uh os2 was an operating system that's dead from ibm but yeah. they also had like this os2 elimination room was what it said on the side, and it was like this command center when they decided they weren't going to use OS2 anymore. Really? They had, you know, everybody in there basically spearheading the campaign to eliminate OS2, and they had, <laughs> and I heart OS2 stickers all over the room, so that was an ironic. Was well, it's kind of like when you're playing Civilization and you got clouds over the map, and mm-hmm. you don't know where the fuck you're going. <laughs> I never know where I'm going. <laughs> Where were you? Uh, you've been a lot of places over with your job. Um, you've gone, uh, you know, to China. Well, I went to Hong Kong. I guess I didn't go to China. You didn't go proper. to China. I went to Hong Kong, which well, is, but the Kowloon. I thought it was over yeah, there. Kowloon is in Hong Kong. Kowloon's, I thought it was in Saugus. What's that? Route two Saugus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, that's that's the Kowloon, yeah. which is totally different. That's where. That's where townies go uh, to get their culture. It's different. A lot of people work hard. They work all week just to go to the Kowloon. Yeah. You went there for fucking, how long was that flight? Uh, that was 23 hours in one direction and 14 hours in the other direction. I don't even know how that's possible by the laws of physics, but that's how it happened. <laughs> so fucking 23 fucking straight hours sitting yeah, there? Well, fucking. Well, like, you could stand up and walk around a little bit yeah, now but, and then. You kind of got But was this it, like. It wasn't like Interstellar where you showed up and like, you know, like you just went there for six minutes, but it was like 25 days yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, I mean, I was only in Hong Kong for three days and uh, and I'd had 20 and then a 15 hour flight to get there and a 23 or 24 hour flight back. So that was weird because yeah. like I was in the air just about as much as I was anywhere in Hong Kong, you know, that was wild. You sleep? On the plane, a little just bit. in general, like when you no, go, no, you no. just went there and lived for seventy-two straight. Yeah, I mean, it was really hard to sleep because it was pretty exciting. Yeah, you know, I don't go to Hong Kong every week, <laughs> but like, uh, I bought hash when I was in Hong Kong, and it was the sketchiest drug deal I've probably ever been part of. And it was probably just, you know, I mean, obviously, actually, went off without a hitch. It was pretty run of the mill, but like for the first day, I was like. So, you know, I was walking around, and it was late because I got in, and my body clock is all fucked up. It's like literally the day is almost, like, opposite there because the time difference is so ginormous, right? So I'm walking around, and it's late at night. It's like one thirty in the morning, 2.30 in the morning, and there's, like, I mean, it's just the city is packed to the gills, and there's no space between buildings. It's just, like, uh, cyberpunk. What's between buildings, then? 
Uh, it's just like these alleys that are, you know, more like tunnels through, really? you know, <laughs> through, I don't know, ginormous. Do the alleys have fucking, like, street names and shit, too? Like, oh, no, no. I mean, <laughs> maybe. I Did it look like Dun- Double Dragon? Yeah, it looked like uh. Double Dragon. It looked like Double Dragon uh, mixed with, uh, like, a uh, Neil Stevenson book or something like that. It was super cyberpunk. Uh, very, very, very packed in tight. And uh, but anyway, so I'm walking and I go down a street and it's dark street and I'm kind of like getting to a spot where I'm like, ah, obviously this is like the end of the city, so I'm gonna turn around and go back. I turn around and it's like on cue, this cat comes out of the shadows like, yo, you want anything? <laughs> he right? saying in English? He did say it in English, really? very very broken English, and I could tell that he wasn't uh, he wasn't Chinese either. You know, he was definitely a foreigner of some sort. Uh, it turns <laughs> out he was a Bangladeshi cat, right? So we he had <laughs> the only things he knows how to say in English is yo, yo do you know you know like do you want anything right that's our export yeah yeah, yeah that's our number one yeah. number one American cultural yeah. exchange is like yo before a drug dealer they probably buying books over there that tell them how to <laughs> say that shit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to be fu- you know that's the that's the fucking uh, first informal where the fuck they call it so like you know he asked me if I want anything you know, and I asked about weed you know because in here in the states like weed is the fucking like least big deal you know it's easiest to transport in a lot of ways yeah. i mean or it's the least risky to transport in a lot of ways but i guess in hong kong it's just as risky to have weed as it is to have like fucking meth or cocaine or you know whatever <laughs> else right um because the laws are you know not very discriminate with regards to you know the, the severity of the drug that's my limited understanding of the chinese legal system right or the hong kong uh, legal system, but anyway, so this dude was like, I, I said marijuana, and he gave me a price, and it was just like it would have been the equivalent of a hundred and twenty dollars an eighth, and I was like, oh, that's too much, that's too much, you know. And he's like, he's like, no, um, I, you know, he's like trying to, we're trying to communicate because he speaks, <laughs> you know, he doesn't speak, he probably doesn't really speak great uh, Cantonese either, because he's obviously an immigrant, you know. So I'm, I'm like. I mean, you know, who knows, but, uh, so I'm like, we're trying to like break this barrier. And then like, he convinces me to get some hash instead. Cause evidently since hash is so compressed, you know, like it's easier to move a big chunk of it. So the prices are better. And that, that turned out to be about 65 bucks us. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. You Would know? you get like a finger? Where well, the, fuck the fucking thing was the size of my thumb knuckle <laughs> on. I, if I was there for two weeks, I wouldn't have been able to finish it. But you fuck. know what the best part is? What? He brings me down to the subway, right, where we're supposed to meet up with his homie. There's and, no and Jared. No, 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 uh, no, not no, uh, no, Jared. Different subway. Yeah, all right. yeah. Uh, <laughs> is that that's gonna be a terrible new euphemism? He, yeah, he took me down to the subway. <laughs> anyway, uh, so like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's awful. Uh, anyway, the um, so he t- we go down. We're going down to the subway, and he could tell that I'm getting a little nervous because I'm like, you know. If you got drugs, like, give me drugs. I don't want to, like, you know, I'm not trying to go on an adventure. I don't speak, you know, like, just very nerve-wracking sort of situation, you know? Yeah. I'm like, we're not going far, are we? But we can't really communicate real good, right? But he can tell I'm getting nervous. And he stops. And uh, and, he, and he's like, no, no, no worry. 
good and he points to himself you know he's like good muslim boy no funny not nothing funny and i'm like all right you know like whatever right that's like going to salt lake utah be like no 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 you can trust me i'll sell you good drugs i'm i'm a mormon right right, right. but anyway so like you know I, I we we go um and he tells me he's bangladeshi at that point you know he's like Bangladeshi, you know, like just kind of like say, I'm not, I don't know, what do we say? Like, yeah. some, some racist shit, I guess. But like, you know, so we go down into the subway and this fucking dude, you know, like really, really stocky, short sort of dude, you know, hands it off to him. He hands it off to me. Um, I give him a certain amount. And he's kind of like him and his boy have a real terse conversation. I guess he sold it to me like for less than he was supposed to, you know, because I kind of talked him down. Because after he gave me a price, I was like, dude, you know, I was like, no, you know, like too much, you know. So I had sort of haggle with him a bit, and like him and his boy were having a disagreement, I believe. Uh, you know, commensurate with that, whatever. But we were in a crowded subway, and I was like, you know, I gotta go. And we parted ways. And I was like, how the fuck am I gonna smoke this hash? <laughs> I don't have a pipe. <laughs> you know, this, I'm, I'm in a hotel. I, I don't have knives to do, Ten you know, foil. like, you know, the, nothing, you know. So, so I pull, I get right up at the top of the fucking stairs of the subway and I look across the street and there's a fucking 7 yeah. Eleven. And I'm like, even in Hong Kong, right? I go <laughs> and I buy a can of Coke. Fucking right. Hey, you know, oh, yeah. and I go back to the hotel and a nice lighter. Can of Coke, yeah. A lighter. How was the Coke over there, though? Was it like a fucking. It was, it's just straight up fucking cans of American Coke shipped yeah. to fucking Hong Kong. Like, it's like two you years know. old by the time they got it? Oh, no, like, no, it was fine, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, they just bottled it probably in China or some shit, you yeah. know? Like, I mean, you know, Coca-Cola is more of a bottling company, right, than they are an actual, like, they, I don't, they have, they license facilities to do that shit all over right. when they're doing their foreign stuff. It's not like McDonald's, I guess. McDonald's ships their Argentinian beef uh, directly to all the places. Really? Yeah, that's my understanding, but I don't really know shit about fuck. <laughs> but, you know. They never hype up fucking Buenos Aires fucking over here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess... Uh, I guess Messi there's... fucking broke his knee today. Oh, no. Or some that's, shit. That's not good news. <laughs> Breaking a knee is a bad idea yeah, some if fucking you're a football MCL player. Some shit. When you fuck... But so, like... What was it? How, how long did you have to smoke all this? Like, first off, I what had, do you like, think? Like, days. three grams? Three grams Oh, smoke? easy. <laughs> easy. Easy. And it was, like, 65 U.S. I think he had said 75 or 80 to begin with, and I talked him down, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but over there, like, the exchange rate is weird because um, there's, without knowing the algorithm... It's hard to kind of get a sense of how much fucking money you're holding, right? You know, like if you're not really good with exchange rates. And this was my first time traveling overseas. So it's like 500 Hong Kong dollars is something like 10 American dollars. And, uh, but like at the same, at the same time, that doesn't really bear out. If you have, uh, 600 Hong Kong dollars, that doesn't mean it breaks out like that. You could have like, uh, eight or nine hundred Hong Kong dollars and it would be like, you know, fifty dollars. I don't know. It just it broke out to the weirdest sort of ratios that were not easily comprehensible. So like the the cheapest stuff that I bought over there, things like food, uh, bus fare, taxi cabs, things like that, turned out to be ridiculously cheap compared to America. But like uh anything over 
twenty dollars American turned into like, you know, uh, you know, if I was going to buy an iPod or something like luxury that. items and shit. Yeah, they were they cost way more. What what what, what place have you been to has had the best conversion for the Canada. dollar? Canada. I mean, most recently, me this summer was fucking amazing, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's like eighty five. No, seventy three <laughs> cents. Seventy three. Oh, it was outstanding. Dude. I was up there. It was perfect. Um, but I haven't been to a lot of places, you know, like outside of the country. Um, I've only been to Puerto Rico, Hong Kong, and Canada. And I, of those, it was absolutely Canada. You know, because yeah. uh, Puerto Rico is just on par. You know, they don't have a different currency. It's just yeah. dollars. So, uh, you know, I think we're going to trade Texas. Really? Puerto Rico. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would Texas. you vote in favor of that? Uh, of of well, I'd let Are Texas you want these secede, succeed, motherfuckers? Yeah, I'd let, I'd let Texas fucking... secede, and then we'll take Puerto Rico, so that we don't have to, like, you know, say we have a different number of states. You're the king of the it's wild frontier. Like, yeah, <laughs> my <laughs> god, that'd be that'd be yeah, it's manifest destiny. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, Texas is supposed to belong to Mexico. Really? Yeah. You think Donald Trump would give that up? <laughs> Honestly, in the bushes, they got a lot of uh, real estate down there. Oh, I think I think Domino's is here. That's good news. Cause I'm a fat guy. <laughs> Who's getting the Domino's? We are getting them down. Who's upstairs to receive the Domino's? Aurora. Oh, Aurora's here. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I've yet to meet the two ki- kittens that are upstairs. Oh yeah, the two little white. Kittens. I hear one them. of them's deaf. One's deaf. My God. Yeah. yeah. But they are adorable, like little handfuls of all white fur. <sighs> So fucking. I hear him banging around upstairs. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Do you prefer kittens over puppies? Yeah, yeah. I'm a cat guy yeah. more than a dog guy. I mean, I like dogs plenty. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Is the dolphin your spirit animal though? Yeah. yeah. How'd you find that? Um, it found me, man. <laughs> what? Like you were no. fucking like undertow in Tampa no. Bay or some shit? Like fucking like? Well, I don't get it. Like, like <laughs> I think uh, I I just uh, I just like dolphins. I don't know. I just always dug it. I think I played a video game once uh, that was a dolphin floating about, and I was like, dolphins are dope. It wasn't Echo the dolphin, was it? Yeah, it could have been Echo. I never understood that one. Classic Genesis game, right? Yeah. I couldn't tell you if it was classic. I mean, I never got past the first goddamn stage. Fucking. I don't even know the point in that. Nah. Uh, Echo was good, but. I don't know. I, also, the Hitchhiker's you have a favorite Guide dolphin, to the Galaxy. Do you have a favorite dolphin movie? Oh, <laughs> no. I don't think I do. It's <laughs> <laughs> like. Come on. <laughs> dolphin's Tale. I'll have to. Is there a you Dolphin's Tale? There's two of them. Uh, there might be a whole franchise behind that, the dolphin. Is tail. that like a bard's tale, but from a dolphin's perspective? Motherfucker jumps over a pier. I don't know. Like fucking, yeah. he shows off, rips it off. Is it like the BMX bandits of the dolphin world? Very intelligent. Uh, yeah. Okay. We seen BMXs up in Montreal fucking a couple of weeks ago. They yeah. shut down the street. I normally park my car at. It's very fucking efficient. Yeah. But they had to have some sort of fucking. They're like, Charlie, and was up there, Charlie, drop fucking 50 yards of fucking loom. And, like, they had these fucking jumps in the middle of fucking St. Laurent fucking... Baller. It, it was cool, because fucking, it was like fucking X Games and shit. Dude shooting down, doing flips and shit. Yeah. Taking diggers on, the pa- like, the pavement. It was fucking wild. I love wild. stupid human tricks. <laughs> Growing up in this town, though, you grew up in Oxbridge. Yeah, you fucking rugged and raw here. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, like, in my area, Harpington growing up, like... 
Everybody I had a quad. I into like crazy now. Oh, really? I'm all over that what motherfucker. Size? You pop uh, all the way in Ashland. Yeah. You're probably all in your fucking... Uh, what God? I, 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 where do you go? I'm curious. I, I go all over. Uh, Clinton Street stupid, and all that like, bullshit. About like, six, yeah, about six feet. Fruit Street. Oh, Fruit Street. That's my jam. Yeah. Rode my bike. Now, L- they had L- a big pot bust on on Fruit uh, Street. Elliott Street. I don't Elliot know what the fuck is yeah. Elliott Street. Elliott Street is where, you know, Pond yeah, in no Ashland? Pond, pond in Ashland is where Domino's is. Right oh, Pond like Street in Ashland. Fucking, uh, no, I don't know that fucking side <laughs> of town. I'm yeah. more of a Westboro kid growing up, though. I'm a Woodville and fucking, you know, like, it's Route 30, 135, you uh, know. Yeah, this is more 126 zone. So I always knew where I was because I lived in between fucking uh, the Pike and fucking 495 into Secton. I was, like, on the fucking northwest corner of that. So I always, you know, it was, like, a good thing. To, yeah, you know. the other side of Hopkinton. But I grew up looking at maps. You did a lot of traveling and shit. <coughs> fucking, like, how would you sum up fucking like coming into like traveling like you've talked often at length about going down 95 I've driven every fucking mile of 95 from here to Orlando uh, so many times uh, but yeah I mean I like I, I'm tired of 95 but I, I love I love going down you know what actually traveling a lot has made me like central Massachusetts as a geological phenomenon again why <coughs> I can't see this being me. all that geologically phenomenal other than purgatory chasm. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess when I say geologic, I use, you know, just the landscape in general, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, driving through the Appalachian Mountains in North Carolina is stunning and gorgeous, but like the deciduous trees aren't as stark. They don't change. They don't, you know, there's not the same type of foliage that we get up here. So when you travel and you see all these different colors, like uh, color palettes, either the bright greens of North Carolina or like, you know, the deserty grays of the Southwest or something like that. And then you come back here, it's it makes it easier to discern that it's actually different at all. You yeah. know, and, and like, you know, having grown up here a lot, you know, you stop, you, you know, you're kind of like, this is just what it looks like. This is just what the world looks like. <laughs> you know, what's what your mean? opinion on the palm tree? The palm tree? I you know, I'm for it. Like, yeah, I would vote for the palm tree for president. Maybe D's nuts will have the palm tree as his running mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think question. we should ban like, all palm trees. Yeah, They're yeah, a yeah. symbol of the South. We yeah, should ban yeah. them. Fucking That's get true. Rid of we them. should ban uh <laughs> you know, the atrocious uh yeah. The evil history of the palm tree. I, I don't understand why a palm tree is called the palm tree. What? Wh- how did it get that particular name? Why, you know? Because it's open. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess it might look... Yeah, it kind of looks like a palm. It's open. Yeah, I'm just an asshole. I should know this. Yeah. I should know this. <laughs> but, I just find that the palm tree is one of the things, though, that kind of dictates where you are in America. Yeah, it's, it's well, there's only a few places that right. have it. I was yeah. thinking about this recently because well, you get them you down South Carolina, them, and then only, like they pop well, up here and there. It, it's sandy. It's sandy it's terrain. It's a different it's kind the ocean. of palm tree. But like you know, the palm tree as you expect to see it in you know like sort of that picturesque, iconic palm tree is only in Southern California and you know Orlando and south of Orlando. You know, like it's not really. 
that ubiquitous in the South, you know? Like, uh, once you get, you know, once you start seeing palm trees, you know that the humidity is going to suck. That's one thing I've noticed. Really? Instead of it. Yeah, well, I was Surprise in Puerto Rico. Surprised we had fucking things. Almost, you know. In Puerto Rico, palm trees all over the fucking place. My buddy's there. Blue's there right now with Brutal. internal bleeding. That's cool. Playing a show. Yeah, actually, I saw that on on the nerd book. I'd like to do that one day. Have you been? You, but you did Puerto Rico, too. I was in Puerto Rico for like three days, four days. Yeah. Yeah, that was for work. And it was good. It was, yeah. It's hard to be mad. What's what's easier to enjoy though uh, with work? What, what do you find more important? I mean, like there's different degrees to it, but there's a harmony I find. You know, what's a few? Is it a good bowl? Is it a good beer? Is it the right weather? Is it the perfect food? You know, like when you're going somewhere and you're gonna fucking really understand a place, and and the pulse of an area. How do you find that artery? You know, like what's that main line for you there? Well, so. That's always just chance. I find that that comes closer to me when I'm traveling for music than when I'm traveling for work. When I'm traveling for work, I'm flying blind in any area that I'm in, so I have to take a guess, right? So, like, I'll try and go get food. I'll always try and catch a friend's show if they're playing, right? Yeah. You know, like, that's that's kind of my number one thing because then I'll usually find that I meet the folks who live around there and care about music and do stuff, you know, the vital folks, you know? Um but when it comes to, you know, there's certain things I do in every city. I go to the game shops, and I go to the used bookstores, and I go to the, um, I try and go to the non-chain restaurants, and if I'm there for more than, than that, I go to chain restaurants that are regional chains, and then if I don't go to regional chains, I'll try and have something that I have a lot when I'm home so that I can see if there's anything like, for example, I don't really, you know, fuck with McDonald's when I'm out for work because I have a little bit of money that I can spend that my company's given me and I'm not going to, like, go to McDonald's. I'll go to a jack-in-the-box or whatever. But if there isn't a jack-in-the-box, that's after I don't find a barbecue spot, right? Like, if I'm in San Jose, I'm not yeah. going to In-N-Out Burger first right. i'm gonna try and find like a barbecue joint right if i find a barbecue joint over there if i don't find a barbecue joint i'll try and go to like a a, a regional chain like jack in the box or in and out burger if i was on the west coast what, what's culver's rank for you nationwide? culver's is one of my favorite things on the face of the planet face of the planet face of the planet wow you know like i i mean that shit is just so baller uh i don't really fuck with cheese but uh their cheese their fried cheese curds are great mm. Uh, squeaky as fuck, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, you know, the poutine in Quebec is like that. That squeaky. Would you have that, but mind you? You never I told had, me where you had in you Montreal. Mo- I went to Poutineville, okay. which is like uh, just this amazing sort of poutine eatery. I went to a chip truck in Ottawa that was really good. Yeah, uh, and they like I, that Parliament. Yeah, <laughs> this was uh, this was on a different side of town. But when we did a show, it was downtown, and that was interesting. In Ottawa? Yeah. I've never been there. It's pretty cool. I would actually recommend going to London before Ottawa. Yeah, I don't really fuck around with the Ontario that hard, to be honest. London, Ontario has such amazing used bookstores. Like, Really? I'm, I'm talking like, you know, I, I bought this magazine that was 
self-published like a small indie sort of zine like high quality zine with really good printing and like you know um clearly done by folks who knew what they were doing in terms of typesetting and all that jazz uh for like 1991 uh, indie san franciscan sort of thing i don't know what it was there were three different bookstores and each one of them were like multiple stories tall with just like racks and racks and racks of books all being sold at an amazing price and then 73 cents on the dollar because canada so I walked out of there. I spent like twelve dollars. I had like fucking eight books that really? were just, you know, D and D books that like you know, used bookstores will carry that stuff, whatever, uh, and um, you know, novels like trashy D and D fantasy novels, and then uh, like a couple technical manuals on computer computer programming and stuff, like just really substantive awesome shit and like. They had records and everything, vinyl, and, like, record players set up for you to listen to the vinyl, and it was just... London, Ontario, eh? London, Ontario. Oh, Heavily shit. recommend it. They're, right. they're, and, and during the summer, every weekend, they have, like, a festival in the main park, and, like, I, I went to one of them when I was there, and it's not, like, you know, it's, like folk festival like you know like biggie or something like that but it's not fucking corny the way that you know what i mean like like it's it's done by the town but it's not like um i don't know it's all family friendly but it isn't really what would you say um it isn't like boring you know there's all sorts of crazy you know interesting uh woodworkers and luthiers and uh musical performances and just like a row of food trucks and oh it was so good and uh then yeah the that was your first time that was your first time touring canada this year yep getting out how many shows you play three or four or five i did like four while we were up there but that was like part of a whole month of doing uh three times a loop between baltimore philly columbus and um and back and that was uh, <laughs> tedious <laughs> and I'm going to Columbus again in a few days Ohio yep playing Worst Cat Secret Fest it's a festival yeah, Worst Cat like, Secret yeah Worst, worst Cat Secret, Secret Fest it's like a um, why'd you say that all lispy I don't get it I don't know like Beavis or something yeah fucking like... something to do <laughs> <laughs> you know you know um, well what's that is that that uh, it's like a folk punk festival folk punk yeah and i don't know for some reason i ended up rapping in a lot of folk punk shows uh i don't know what folk punk is it's not like fucking corpa kalani right i'm not familiar with that Uh, you know um you know against me against me no i don't know no i don't know i gotta show you what's the band's fucking rise above Rise above. Rise against. Be, rise against. Rise against would be. Um, I wrote it for them at the Newberry Comics in Norwood when they did acoustic. I and I don't, but I don't know much about fucking yeah, post punk. That, that stuff stuff. sounds like uh, punk. Who's the that fellow be, there that fucking goes nuts? Fucking the Bordello. Gogo Bordello. They're they're kind of folk punky, but they're more yeah. you know. Oh, uh, the Violent Femmes are kind of folk punk. They're like the. 
the original sort of uh, implementation. I, I'm of done it. with the blister in the sun. Yeah, oh yeah. They played that, that at song. fucking Ralph's, and I said, "Turn this fucking song off." Yeah, fucking. I was done no, with no, it. that shit's yeah. I mean, you learned how to play that when I was a young kid. If I was a judge and somebody came in front of me and they murdered somebody for playing Blister in the Sun, I would just acquit them. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't even let it go to trial. You're like John Connolly. (laughs) Wow. It's outstanding. Yeah, look, you know. Wow. Justice is important to me. Well, it's social. Yeah, social you know, justice is important. It's to public nobody, health too. Nobody, you know, right, nobody needs to be hearing that. You yeah. know, you're Donald I mean, Trump's worst nightmare. American, you're pro death penalty. American music, fine. Go ahead and play that. You know, um, add it up. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You know, play add it up. Uh, you know, even even that joint that they did on the Crow soundtrack. Now that's a deep cut. That's a deep violent femmes cut. No, because I never owned that fucking thing. Jack fall down. The badge. The badge, right? No, uh Fuck. Oh god. Well Helmet had a song on there called Milk Toast. Remember Milk Helmet? To- yeah, fucking Helmet rules. Helmet's still a big deal to, yeah. to like some of my they, buddies. Do, like do you know fucking about Helmet like, Camp. Helmet camp? So I, I somehow what? along the line, I uh, I sign up for every like email list and shit that I possibly can, and I my email is a fuck show, right? But like, I somehow signed up along the way for the helmet email list, and I got an email where basically they had like ten slots, and you paid two hundred and fifty dollars, and you spent a week. At Helmet Camp with Paige Hamilton oh, and fuck. the rest of the band. <laughs> $250? Learning how to play Helmet songs and hanging out. <laughs> I didn't I didn't go to Helmet Camp, you know? Like, really? Hey, you know. I don't regret that nearly <laughs> as much as I regret not taking that. That's kind of cool, though. Not taking that quantum psychology class that I was going to take with Robert Anton Wilson. I had signed up for a quantum psychology class, but then he... But then, you know... Uh, I don't I know who the fuck it. that is. Oh man, that's okay. Let's talk about helmet camp, though. I mean, okay. that's like a precursor to like the fucking seventy tons of metal. Yeah, like they give the concert tour coups nowadays. <laughs> Gronkowski's got a fucking party fucking boat thing. Yeah, yeah, dude, fucking that's like the new thing. Fucking Kiss does one. <laughs> they they show up there. They have like fucking like all these huge Q and A's. I don't like Kiss. Know. You never got into them. I never got into Kiss. Is it the merchandising? I don't know. know. It's just it's just some, the bad I, songwriting for yeah, you. Yeah, it's probably mostly that. <laughs> That's probably you know. Yeah. And, and it's you not that I hate, always yeah. hate bad songs, but but <laughs> yeah. they're but they're perfect for what they're doing. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of you know. Yeah. I mean, no, no. I mean, somebody has player. to suck. The best singer was <laughs> yeah, fucking Peter. Somebody. Peter was the best singer. And yeah. Fucking, I don't know. It's just you know, it's Paul and Gene. That's what that is. And fucking. Uh, I don't know. I'd rather listen to Van Halen than Kiss. Do you think that the fucking... Well, Van Halen is fucking a sufficient band. I mean, Van <laughs> Halen is, like, in my opinion, like, you know, top three badass bands ever. You I know, rock and great. roll. You know, I think like... They're, great. they're like Jerry Lee Lewis on electric guitars. Jesus Christ. That's beautiful. <laughs> wow. I was thinking about Michael Anthony fucking pounding whiskey and and doing that bass solo in yeah. Live Without a Net. What do you I... call that fucking strut? I always forget the name of the strut. They got <laughs> the that stuff. Yeah, I know exactly. It's called the about asshole. It. That's what I call it's it. It's like they're fucking like <laughs> digging a railroad. Fucking like you know, like you know what I'm saying? Like walking down the line. Like, like... But then Sammy Hagar sings on that. Yeah. Ugh. 
No. No. I mean, the songs. Okay, so the first Van Halen record with Sammy Hagar, Fifty One Fifty, has some of the gnarliest, fucking intense, precise, like uh, prog rock riffs that Eddie and Michael Anthony and and Alex like like really like you know like yep. really intense. Um, Heavily accented, uh, you know, throw two bars of an alternate uh, time signature, the whole nine, in there, and uh, really, really detailed, bizarre kind of like shit, and it sounds so good. And then you know, um, Ronald McFuckstick there, uh, Sammy Hagar sings <laughs> over it, and that sucks. But like the the music, you know, he's like, got a cookbook the, out that riff. <laughs> <laughs> called if having I, a good time now I, I think that's what it's called I can't think of anything I give less of a fuck about than Sammy Hagar's cook but oh, no, I'm sorry he's man. a cool like, guy he makes drinks on stage in between oh boy, songs oh or like the, he's like yo boys gotta take a break right now I'm gonna make yeah, some drinks he's for the fucking like, you know. Jimmy Buffett a cock rock <laughs> <laughs> like fuck him <laughs> you know like, that's, you call <laughs> cock rock <laughs> You never go in the Montrose, huh? <laughs> no. no, no, no. I, you know, I know they existed. How how, how would you compare though? Do, do you do appreciate David Lee Roth's solo career? Uh, no, a little bit of it. Like you know, some of it. Like uh, you know, some of the songs are cool. Um, he his guitar player was all right. Whatever. I don't know. It just sounded too much like him trying to do Eddie Van Halen, right? Like him trying to do Van Halen stuff. You know, it didn't sound like. A different band it just sounded like folks kind of started doing the same thing so i never really got into it i got into his emt career like i respect david lee roth as like uh an emt really that's the best thing yet like his radio host career was whack his post van halen career was mediocre um but but as an emt i respect the hustle I mean, Did you know he was an EMT? I've heard about it. Fucking, where was it? It wasn't in New York, I, I right? I think it was New York City. Oh, shut up. Fucking, like, all right, so fucking, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, Caitlin was a fucking EMT. Yeah. And fucking, you know, I just picture them being glorified movers. <laughs> I mean, it depends on what he's doing. I can't yeah, imagine yeah, him yeah. showing up for trauma. You like, know, can like, you fucking imagine, like, can you imagine getting in some sort of a fucking car accident, being ejected brutally through the windshield of your car, and fucking uh, smashing your head on uh, the side of a fucking, you know, graffiti, 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 ginormous, you know, box truck, right? And you hit your head on the, uh, you know, where the, uh, the pneumatic, you know, gate that comes down, the big steel gate, and you're bleeding all over the place, and you're unconscious, and nobody's really sure how many bones you broke. Your ankles are, hurt, you know, burning with fire. Your stomach is turning, and you can barely stay conscious. And you manage to, you know, work through the pain. And thank God, you know, thank do God. everything you can to open one of your eyes and take a look oh, at the surroundings. Terrible. Just, just gasping for breath with the joy of Flinging. realizing that you you might survive, and you open your left eye just enough to see David Lee Roth like hovering above you with like a, you know with with a tourniquet and uh, and and an IV bag, and you're just like, so am I dead? <laughs> you know, or like is this is this how it ends? 
did David Lee Roth cause this situation? Is is this not David Lee Roth and I'm just delirious? Like, yeah, I don't know. You know, man. if you pass out just right, Nikki Six will appear as an angel. <laughs> All right? Oh, man. I used to listen to, uh, I had, like, the greatest hit, the, what's that band? Um Dr. Feelgood, blah, 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 blah. Fucking Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Sorry. Uh, I used to have <laughs> I used to have a CD with uh, where, like, they hadn't put out any music for a while, right? right. And then, like, they put out this shit, and uh, it was, like, a collection of their greatest hits, and it had, like, three or four new songs. <laughs> one of them was called Primal Scream. I don't know if you know the album I'm talking about. No, I never but, bought that one. Right, well, that, it was a Generation Swine. I bought that. Like, no, I bought uh, that, and I bought it. I think it was called Primal Scream, actually, like a retrospective or whatever. But uh, the only reason I bought a Motley Crue album was because I had a uh, born-again Christian guitar teacher who gave me a VHS tape to watch that basically told me that heavy metal was, you know, satanic. Nice. And I was like, and, and I used it as a, okay, here's a list of bands I need to go get the albums of. I was like, oh, Led Zeppelin has bad backward masking like I didn't I just thought that was shitty stuff that they played at the end of a high school dance or on that fucking like oldie station you know like stupid rock bullshit like that I didn't really think that like Led Zeppelin was a cool and vital band until I saw them in this like anti rock and roll right Satanist alarmist piece mm-hmm. and I was like oh that must be awesome and then I, they had shouted of course they had shouted the devil there oh we just revisited the PMIC hearings because she's oh, writing a paper on intellectual freedom this is the 30th anniversary Frank Zappa's got a lot of amazing yeah. went on but, YouTube fucking yeah. when we watched the D. Snyder footage That's it's cool. a half hour and yeah. fucking you know it's good fucking you know he speaks very well it's relevant for our day and age, obviously. Yeah. But it was interesting, because fucking them guys, if you had that sticker on your fucking thing, it was pretty much a guarantee that you'd get a spike in album sales. You yeah. know? It's funny how that works out. I gotta go eat some food. I gotta do this. You gotta go I'm eat? Sorry, I hate to do that to you. We're cutting it yeah. short, huh? Cutting it, cutting it short. We could pause it. We could pick it up later, you know? Well, how long are you gonna be? Oh, I don't know. We can, um, we can make another time real soon to pick it up, too. Let's just remember all the settings. We'll actually write down the... Uh... No, nah, I'll cut it fucking on one thing like that. Fucking, I don't want to go back to it. Okay. So just wrap this up. Yeah. Fucking, why are you eating Domino's if fucking you work there all the time? You get okay. for free tonight? Like, <laughs> fucking like, I don't no. get... Th- and and what the, how, how humbling is it to go to fucking Domino's with this whole experience it's you're going through? It's fucking stupid. Yeah. I, you know, I work for a young guy who really only gives enough of a fuck to keep his job. And yeah. like, you know... Little shit is whack, and, like, I don't really make enough money to make it worth it, but it's been very interesting going from, like, you know, most of my adult life always making enough money to not have a problem to being poor and, like, having to, like, you know, you get $3 an hour when you're driving on the road. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this. But you can I really talk about it. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> you know, you get $3 You're going to stay there for hour. life, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no. You know, I, I, I'm going to be the big fan. I know. Yeah. I, I hope to be the CTO of Domino's someday, yeah. Um, but Good thing nah. they don't have that little fucking guy with the ears no oh, more. Oh, the Noid? Yeah, that guy was bad news. So, I and I don't know if this is an urban legend, but I heard... Uh, Ever read like uh, Neil Stevenson's cyberpunk novels or anything? There's this book called Snow Crash, and the main character is this guy called Hero Protagonist. You know, 
Asian cat. <laughs> anyway, he um he's the deliverator, and like he works for this like mafia owned cyberpunk fucking Domino's style place, and he like busts through the cities, and like he gets killed if he doesn't get a a pizza there in thirty minutes. Anyway, so uh, Domino's, I I heard this story about Domino's, and I don't know if it's true. But I heard that when they had the 30-minute guarantee where you get your pizza for free, right, back when the Noid was Yeah, I heard thing. about this, yeah. Yeah, they had to actually stop that because there were too many accidents, uh, yeah. fatal accidents, because people were bombing down the street trying not to get had, fired. Yeah, yeah, they would get fired. They fucking had to pay out of pocket for their fucking jam and yeah, all that shit. right, fuck all that. Like, I, I, I can't wait until somebody at Domino's, like, tries to... Tries to tell me to pay for anything. Do you think that the cyberpunks will one the, the cyberpunks? Do you think they'll one day fight the the folk punks? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think actually that's imminent. I think they're West fighting West Side Story right style. Now. Fucking. What's that? Like West Side Story. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm just picturing like. Yeah, I don't right. want that going on at Worst Kept Secret. By the way. Yeah. No. No. We'll keep you, it safe. You keep an eye on it for <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I will. All right. All right. I appreciate you being here tonight. <laughs> Later, man. <laughs> Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. That would be good. You get some stuff to. Yeah, I'll peel back fucking a little bit out of.